Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Q. I'm your host, Bisarace, founder of Aqueous and licensed esthetician. And today I am joined by my bestie, Christine Kane, founder of Friesco Beauty. We're going to be talking about business tips and tips and tricks we've learned over the year. I've been only in business for two years, but she's been in business for now close to six. And I'm so excited to delve into it with her because she's my rock, like my ride or die, the person I go to nearly every day about everything. So welcome to the Q pod, Chrissy. (laughs) Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) Girl, I'm so excited about this. Literally, this is going to be like a snippet of our phone conversations, but now on the pod. That's right. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm excited. We each have our own lessons that we're going to share and we're just going to kind of bounce off of each other because I think being in business is such a gift. It is so much fun, but it's also just as hard and stressful and you have breakdowns and there's so many things that you have to learn to self-discipline yourself and um, that, like self-discipline yourself but <laughs> you just kind of have to find ways to maneuver and I for those who are wanting to start a business or just curious about how the hell does a business run then we're gonna get you to it now <laughs> do That's you right. want to go for a share share your tips talk to us about who you are what is Frisco beauty like what got you in this thing? What Honestly, um, it was just something I had thought about doing forever. And then when the time presented itself, um, you, I just like took the jump. I mean, I don't have this amazing story that like you do, like where you had known for years and years and years. Uh-huh. I had thought about it for a while. Like if this doesn't work out, I'm going to. But I also had a lot of plans like that. I was like, I'm just going to buy a Jeep and make a Jeep YouTube video, like just driving around. I, you know, you had like the entrepreneurial (laughs) spirit. You had the entrepreneurial spirit in you. But it was just kind of finding what was going to be your calling. Mm -hmm. And it took a while. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was in my 30s and I completely changed careers. Um, But it was the best thing I've ever done, I think. Um, If I hadn't gone through some of the um, challenges, we'll say, that I had had in corporate America, I don't think I would have. I would have just stuck it out until I one day just decided that why am I going to build someone else's dream for them when I can really build my own dream? And it happened shortly after my father passed away and he was an entrepreneur as well. Um, So yeah, it was just, I guess, timing and just, you know, taking a leap of, you know, faith Faith. and just doing it. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know too, me and Christine, like we met right at the beginning of each of our career, like this career, the aesthetics career. So like, as you were starting Friesco, I had just started the Daily Skinformative on Instagram. Nobody knew and who was behind no, it. Yet. 
no, no one literally, knew your name. No one knew. That was a secret. Yeah, Daily Skinformia was a secret for a very long time. Very I, long time. I called you Bisma in a comment, and you're like, I have to delete this. Nobody knows it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Throwback. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was a hidden enigma for a very long time. It was like an alias for me. Mm-hmm. And then, but Christine knew, like we met, we connected on Instagram over truth treatments, like mm-hmm. our love for truth treatments. And then she had just started her business. And that was like, that's six years ago, six yeah. years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm, I'm so proud to be a part of your journey. And I'm so happy and grateful that you've been part of mine. Oh, you're like, such a big she, part. You're you're literally, you're like a same girl, 150%. (laughs) I don't, I genuinely, and I mean this very genuinely, and I get emotional talking about it, but like, I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for Christine. And same with Christine, I know for myself and you, because Mm -hmm. we literally have gotten each other through some of the darkest days in our, in our like careers, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like rough, rough, rough stuff. And Christine knows everything about my business journey. I know everything about her business journey, like the trials, the tribulations, everything. And I feel like it's so important to have like someone to lean on in terms of that. I'm just so grateful that I had you to lean on through mm-hmm. that because I just, I freaking love you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in that beginning, like I definitely made some mistakes, like with getting involved with pinning you know certain people against other people and mm-hmm. I really kind of got sucked into some of that which isn't who I am and who I've ever been um and you were there for it like you were there and saw like the type of person I really am and stood up for me when you were getting DMs calling me terrible names that were not yeah. true. Nobody ever asked me for like a, my side of what had happened in that situation, which I've mm-hmm. never talked about. You know about it. People oh my listening. Gosh, I know. I know people yeah. listening. Yeah. Like, know. This is <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was just, it was, it, it was essentially lies were being said about me. And I stood up for myself and then just everything kind of imploded. And that's when I knew you were a real one. When you were getting those DMs on Instagram calling me every name under the sun and you being like, well, I know her. That's not true. Like, none of this is Literally, true. it's not. To know Christine is to know, like, like a very pure person. And... Like genuinely, and I say this not just because you're my friend, but like over, I've got years under my belt, belt knowing you, and you're a true, like, good-hearted, very pure, honest soul, very loving person, like who just only wants the best for you. Genuinely wants the best for you. It's very hard to find people who like genuinely want the best for you and are not jealous. And you never, not even for a second, like, have shown that I think that's so important not only in a friendship but also as someone who's part of you in your business career and seeing you grow in business is like having and surrounding yourself in a circle of people and with a circle of people and or even just having that one person that believes in you from the jump and like really pushes you in every realm and like if it wasn't for you I wouldn't have like connected with certain people in my life which you referred over it was like literally it's because of you where I am where I am today and I have like 
the clients and patients that I have and being able to treat people literally all over the world, not only now through my own business, but before I had my business and where I was working last, it was like, that it was because of Christine. Like, that's like, she believed in me so much and my potential that like, she was able to navigate that. And same with, I mean, it's just kind of like, that's what friends are for, but that's also like, we're two partners in like life and two partners in like business and being passionate about what you do and doing it with love and honesty. It just, I'm like, I just know every step of the way, the only person who I know is never going to be jealous of me is Christine. I was like, she's just, like no, she only wants the best of she's like my cheerleader she's like when, yeah. when yeah. you win i win i get more yeah. excited over your win than my my own and anytime you're Same. going through like something hard i'm like oh, i wish i like i wish it was me like i wish i was dealing with this challenge and like things are just like easier for you and i mean i'm like that in a lot of areas and you know that because you'll be like oh my god <laughs> yeah you know Texas has this question I'm like yeah. three o'clock in the morning I'll be like this yeah. is what you do go to this website do no this. literally like I go to Christine I'm like Christine and she like has such great um history we're like gushing over each other now like this is like, <laughs> gushing over friends <laughs> I hope but, everybody like, wants to hear how wonderful I know I hope like, yeah. but I think it's I think it's it's so beautiful though because it's like I think in life, especially as we get older and especially in business too, is you learn so much about keeping your circle small and intentional. And as you get older, you're able to quite literally cherry pick. It's mm -hmm. like that's one of like the key things in business is like being able to cherry pick who is in your circle. And as you get into business and as you start to figure out your footing, because you were mentioning how you made a lot of mistakes as you're Oh, when you open your business and same with me like my first year of business I mean I'm in my second year of business now but my first year of business I made a shit ton of mistakes like mm -hmm. crazy mistakes and they're learning they're learning opportunities they're, exactly and I exactly there were learning opportunities mistakes end up creating um building figuring helping you figure out what where you want to be in life and how you want to maneuver your business and I think every year you're in business you start to figure out all right how do I want to navigate it because that's like it's kind of like having a person you're creating a person and molding them to be how you want it to be and like mm -hmm. sometimes things change as you change as a person and you are one of those people for me that I have like intentionally chosen to forever keep in my circle because you're just like a pillar of like what keeps me up and keeps me supported and I think that's very special and very rare to find but it's so important to have someone in life that gets you through that especially in business I think it's having having your circle that's small but intentional and supportive and good energy and I'm not saying we're always good energy we're sometimes we all, we're human we all go through shit but it's like one of those things it's like you just want to surround yourself and be intentional with your circle Mm -hmm. and someone who like brings you back to reality because I feel like as much as we hype each other up we're also very honest with one another like if you um don't agree with a decision that I have made like you will help me correct it and vice versa um and it's hard to be that honest with another person because I never fear that I'm going to offend you if I give um, feedback. 
yeah even i wouldn't call it criticism but just like constructive feedback um and you always listen you don't all like you listen to what i have to say you don't always take my advice which is fine but it gives you multiple perspectives and simple is like just how you word an email and you know like maybe wordsmith this maybe take out that like um, I'm so bad at I'm so bad at corporate lingo like I just because I just never came from corporate so I'm just like how do I navigate and I'm like I'll this help thing. you this is how you're gonna say this without yeah I'm like Christine um, how do I customer service this one because it's like ee, and that's where like honestly that's where my first business tip comes in quite literally okay. this is my first business tip is learning from those that inspire me especially other entrepreneurs is that's like my first big one and that this is a great example of that is I learn because I'm not perfect I do not have all the like I have my strengths and then I have my weaknesses but for my weaknesses I really lean on people who are far more better on me on that and just really rely on their help to help me navigate and better myself in that realm because that's the art of business is you're not you do what you do well and then the things that you don't do well you really got to lean on someone from that but also from this too is like you're a source of inspiration for me but listening to podcasts having mentors having people who you love and look up to really like be a source of power and source of inspiration and how you want to navigate your business and how you want to move yourself and this goes beyond even just business too it goes into real life as well but for me that's what's helped me too especially like not having a huge team right now is like you really don't have that many people around you that are like sources of inspo but you're a part of my team so Same I'm girl. grateful for that yeah I'm grateful for that I actually that was close to one of my tips I had find a mentor someone that and this is you for me too in a lot of ways somebody who no matter like what can have that honest conversation with me be like oh yeah don't do that do this or or just in anything that comes up just it's so hard sometimes to be an entrepreneur there's there's a lot that goes into having your own business and it's hard sometimes and having someone who went ahead of you and has made mistakes and who can be very honest with you and finding a mentor maybe in a different industry would be better because some people will see you as competition as much as everyone wants to yeah. say they support you they don't um always I 100% agree with that I actually have like firsthand experience on that on multiple accounts Christine's like heard all of this too from me but I have people who are within this industry that I could that I thought were like true cheerleaders and lovers and xyz but you know not everyone's going to be that positive force for you and that's okay I mean that's also part of the learning experience but you know competition is real jealousy is very real and sometimes you just never know what can trigger it because if people see a lot of wins they're like wait and then they end up just self-reflecting and comparing which is like a normal human thing to do mm -hmm. but you know so like for me it's like I'm just not like I honestly am just not born that way where it's like 
I look at other people as competition or I get jealous of what other people have or like, oh, if you're doing this, then I can't do this. Like, or if you're doing this, how come I don't have that? It's just not who I am. So like same with me. Again, it goes back into like cherry pick who you're who you're around, but just as quickly as you have selected them to be part of your circle, like really think about letting them go too and not and being mm-hmm. so picky about what you share with them because not everyone is worthy of your energy. Yes. And not and you also have the full capacity and full ability to cut them out. So it's like mm-hmm. the I always take the like fire uh fire fast, hire slow mantra into real life too. It's like to be part of my circle, especially when when you have a business, this is a twenty four seven job. Like it does mm-hmm. not stop especially when you're the, you're the owner and you're the founder like it does not stop even if you have a big ass team like it's gonna be ongoing you see an but email come in at 10 o'clock at night and you're like i have to respond to, to answer this, this. <laughs> yeah. yeah and i have to like i for myself i had to establish better boundaries yeah. because it was like for me i was like oh my god i'm going insane like i would work my first year of business i was working until three four in the morning mm-hmm like it was insane. Yeah. you're like same. i mean now i've like had to establish better boundaries for myself because it was just so i was going crazy and it was affecting my marriage it's so hard. i was like I just yeah it's really really hard so for me i was just like i have to establish like a work like a, a semblance of work-life balance but um yeah that would that was like that was my first lesson what was your second lesson that was our first lesson what was your second lesson my second i mean it's also, it's the hardest thing in the world to do, but it's also the best thing. I mean, the saying where if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. It's true. Bisman and I work all of the time because we love all it. The time. We're passionate yeah. about it. Um, and it's, it really is the best thing ever, but it's not easy. It You have to love what you're doing to be able to do it for yourself because you have to have a lot of discipline. You, you know, have to, you, it's all on you, whether you make it or you don't. And it's a ton of pressure. Um, but the connections that you can make with um, your customers is just, it's really the best thing ever. It really is. And like I said earlier, instead of building someone else's dream, you know, we get to build our own dream. 150%. I don't feel like I'm ever working ever. Like it doesn't feel like work to me. It's just like things that I have to do. Yeah. But it's like, like I love what I do with a passion. My second tip is focusing on my own lane. Ooh. That has been that kind of goes yeah, in with my spicy. earlier <laughs> comment. Yeah, that's true. It's focusing on my own lane. And the biggest analogy is like when you're driving on the road and you see so many people on the road, like focus (laughs) on your own lane, babe. And like if you are looking at what other people are doing, what other people are, how the other person's driving or like, oh, what's happening over there? Mm -hmm. You're going to get in an accident. And oftentimes I think we're so tempted to like especially on the age of social media you're so tempted to see what other people are doing you're comparing you want to copy xyz and i'm never tempted to copy yeah. but like you get inspired but you get so hyper fixated and you just realize how much energy it takes away from your creative and creativity and your abilities and it takes away from your business so the biggest tip i have a big learning lesson that i've had like 
especially when starting my business, is really truly focusing on your own lane and standing your own ground. Because just as much as me and Christine talk and I share a lot of ideas and a lot of things with her and a bunch of my other SD friends and other entrepreneurs, like I also just as much have my own Mm -hmm. brain. (laughs) And I say this like, we don't follow always each other's advices and always like what each other, how each other would handle the situation. But I love that I've been able to have my own autonomy and how I want to do things. Um, and I think that's a beauty of being in business, right? It goes into your, like your second tip is like, we love what we do. And I love what I do so much so that I'm able to focus on my own lane and I'm able to make decisions because I'm in my own lane and I want to do it my way. And I think that's what makes us and positions us to be so unique in our own realm. Like me and Christine, literally, I love every single brand that you carry. You love every single brand that I carry. And but we're also just as much in our own lanes. Like, and that's the beauty of it is we're not even pitted like competition with collaborators, you know? So that's been, yeah, that's my biggest, that's like a big learning point that I constantly keep coming back to is like when you focus on your own lane, man, things become so much clearer. Like you get, you just end up attracting so much more towards you because you're so focused versus being distracted and looking other ways. You block your blessings by being, by looking at what others are doing and comparing and, you know, criticizing and who gives a shit, dude? Like who cares what the next person's doing, man? You just focus on yourself, and that's why we're in business for yourself. It's like this isn't a cheap thing, but when you're focused on a, when you're focused on yourself, you can only build the greatest pillar. You know that's serving people, and we get to serve people and take care of people in a very unique and special way. Considering, like a lot of it is virtual, that's like the coolest thing ever. Is like you know I see in person and virtual, like like I see in person and virtual. You see virtual. mainly virtual, but. Yeah. So like it's one of those things that it's like regardless, we're touching people and touching souls in such a unique way. And that is so special to me. I just think it's so special. So to be able to do that to the best of your ability, you just have to focus on your lane so that you're serving your clients and patients the best ways through that. And you've seen how you have inspired other people with, you know, your content on social media um, I'm sure you've inspired many people to go into business for themselves because they think it's so easy. I know you had a conversation with someone recently. They're like, well, how much money do I have to save? Or, you know, what do I, how much does this cost? Or how much does that cost? And when you told them, they're like, what? <laughs> um, because. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big one. It's like mm-hmm. people don't talk about that is that how much money you have to think about like money money business doesn't run on frou-frou stuff like business is we're talking legitimate things like you number one i'm like mm-hmm. we're not rich like that's the biggest like uh well we don't get to thing? keep all of the what's money the word? like that comes in yes like, exactly like people just think that like business owners are all billionaires as soon as they start a business and that's not the case and for myself, especially, that's not the case, but I knew what I wanted and I knew what I wanted to invest in from the get-go. And so I saved accordingly. You had a plan. And if you have like, a you went in with a plan. Yeah, I was planning. Yeah. Girl, you know how long well, I was planning From the for. beginning, <laughs> you knew that you wanted, like, yeah. you were very clear yeah. with what your future was going to look like and the goals that you had. And you had a very clear mindset with 
is amazing. It's the best thing ever. And I think you make it look easy where you, like you had a friend come out, come to you and say, well, you know, thinking that, you know, six months, it only took you six months to build what you have built in, you know, less than two years. And I was like, no, because- baby. Yeah. For me, it's like, even though I was in business for like, even though I've been in business for two years, really, truly, I've built yes. a brand. Well, during before COVID, that. And you that's something, worked. You yeah. worked. That was a whole and, brand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And a brand. you got a yeah. lot of loyal patients because you met with them virtually and not everybody did. Um, mm-hmm. I think that there's more of that now because it's easy to like build a website, like even with your POS system. So I think that that's changing a little bit now, but you already built that relationship with a ton of clients who are very loyal to you now, even though you're in a completely different state, they still go to you for your pop-up. They still go to you Mm -hmm. for your virtual Mm -hmm. consultation. And that Mm -hmm. I think is the most important tip I have is, be good to your customers. Like build a relationship. Yes. Don't just worry about making a sale. Like this one product sale today. I just have to do this one sale today. Don't think of it that way. Think, do your sales mm-hmm. in a relationship mm-hmm. building way, where throughout all stages yep. of their life, they're gonna come to you. Someone in their twenties right now might be dealing with a lot of breakouts, and you're gonna want to deal with them in their 60s when they have you know wrinkles or a a host of other issues like in between as well so you're not going to sell a 25 year old it's a lifelong journey you're not going to sell a 25 year old you know um a product meant for a more mature person um so it's just it's just that i think is probably the biggest tip is relationship building not sales you know, with yeah, I think that's like that's a really good with so many good products tip. launching yeah. and so many like new brands coming out. It's so exciting, but you also have to, you know, take a deep breath and don't get caught up in the hype. Yes, if there's something that you absolutely love and it's revolutionary, get it, recommend it, but don't just chase you know a buck. Because it'll cost you. I think that's actually it'll cost really you tenfold. It'll cost you in the long run. Yeah, and I think that's really beautiful that coming from you too, because you started with literally zero. I say this like very like literally. You started yeah. with zero followers, zero. I mean, I mean, I did too. But in, when I started my business, no, I didn't you start started. With you built like, your brand, your daily informative brand. Yeah. Which, if I but, had to do older, but, I would have. That is something I would have done differently, for sure. But you know, you. But I think your story is um, more relatable because it's very realistic. It's just I think there's a, such a beauty to your story. It's like literally started from zero literally started her business with zero followers like literally nothing like she started her business from nothing and it is what it is today through this very advice of really cultivating special relationships where people who bought from her as a new business are still buying from her today 
and spend are like long-term customers and i think that's what makes that really sets you apart is this level of customer service client relations client care and really going above and beyond for your customers is really special because that's why people come back like people do not come back because they love the product because guess what there's 500 other people who sell the same thing but people come back because there's an experience associated with it there's a good relationship associated with it a good um like just a good vibe between you and the other person so it's not again that's such a good point it's like don't care so the money will come but do things out of a pure heart and a pure soul because that's the that's the key here it's like just taking care of people because you genuinely care not because you're trying to meet the sales xyz like you'll attract that naturally but it's just kind of like let the customer service be top tier and make your relationship with them as best you can. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So you have to have that long-sighted vision for, you know, like, like I said, if you have a client now who's in their twenties, you want them to still come to see you in 40 years. They're going to go through a lot and you're not going to necessarily make the same recommendations throughout that whole period of time. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're constantly changing. I have patients that I've literally seen uh, be from being single to getting in relationships to being married to, to having kids. <laughs> Sorry. God forbid. No, God forbid. So you're my, like, we can have that yet. But no, but I've literally. Yeah, no, but I've literally seen. I mean, that's literally <laughs> your stories. Well, the whole cycle. Yeah. You go through every wake of life with them. Yeah. I've seen. I've helped people with their weddings, with pregnancy skin, with post-pregnancy mm-hmm. skin, postpartum issues, deaths in the family, like literally like helping people get through all of it. Like I feel like I'm yeah. low-key a therapist. Like I have well, so many crazy stories, man. You might crazy be the only stories. person they interact with that day. And this was a lesson I had taken like yeah. throughout my careers. But you might be the only person they talk to. And they can get very attached to you and vice versa. And, you know, with parasocial relationships and just, you know, things like that, like you always want to leave on a positive note with everybody. At least this is how I feel with everyone that I interact with, even if it's a difficult conversation, um, even if it's a stressful day, if there's things that are outside of your control, um, here's an example. Um, this didn't happen to me, but it was, I was reading reviews on a skincare's website. And this was a brand who wanted me to carry their brand on Frisco Beauty years ago. And I was pretty sure I was like, you know, that's not the right fit. Not going to do it. But I was reading their reviews and there was a review from a customer who was visiting the United States. They did not live here and placed an order and wanted it shipped to their hotel. And there's delays all the time. Shipping to hotels is not our favorite thing. Bismo won't ship to hotels anymore. And this is not obviously, this isn't obviously that situation. Um, and the person had to leave and they never got their products, wanted a refund. 
didn't get a re- so it was a really bad experience for this customer and instead of making it right they responded to the review and kind of clapped back and that is something like for me and for that business maybe that might be you know their way of doing things. their way of doing things um i try not to get so defensive and take things so personally like i always take a step back even when i'm getting um difficult feedback take a step back take a deep breath and maybe not respond in an email like in the heat of the moment where you know that's not my fault i can't control ups instead of being Mm -hmm. so defensive just taking a step back and this was a review like i said you don't have to respond to the reviews. I never respond to reviews yeah. unless it's like, unless it was um, a product issue um, where like they couldn't get it working for them or something. But um, mm-hmm. I feel the review section is their section to give their feedback. And I read every single review that comes in um, and it's valuable it's it's the most honest feedback and instead of taking it as criticism i try and take it as how can i be better and learn from this experience this person had a really crappy experience and maybe like no don't ship to hotels don't ship to dude that's my literal <laughs> next tip I, really. I ship to constantly working on bettering myself. Like, how do well, I, I ship, ship to hotels? hotels a lot, it's and most a of the time it's okay. But like this yeah. one, no, I do too. Yeah, I do too. But it was just like certain situations. But, just, yeah, and, no, and just communicate with them up front. Tell them that oftentimes the mm-hmm. you have to have the address exactly right. You have to have like your room number. Like call call People the check front it. desk because. Yeah. You want to eliminate some, you know, you want to try and eliminate a problem that you can foresee before it happens. Just because it also protects well, it your protects, expense. Yeah. For, uh, see, too. and I look at everything from the and it protects point them. of view. And yeah. Well, I do too, but it's also like, it's also just such a headache. Yeah. Okay. So my next tip is constantly working on bettering myself which just goes into everything you've been saying is like like learning lessons from your patients your customers your clients but also navigating on being the best version of myself for them too because it's a twofold it's like a two um it's a two-way street here and I always I always say I know in businesses like we're a team it's not like it's one or the other it's like me and my customer are a team here so just as much as they support me is just as much as I support them. But in order for me to deliver my best self to them is by pouring into my own cup before I can pour into theirs. Yeah. Because I have to be full before pouring into theirs. And I have noticed and I've been really working on like, you know, not responding to messages immediately. And even if I have to leave them on red for a little bit, thinking about how I want to respond and then move forward. Because sometimes when I respond a little too harshly, like at least with my energy, you can really pick up really quickly, like how I'm feeling. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I want to be as authentic as possible with that. So just working on bettering myself. I mean, I've literally completely changed my lifestyle to yeah, be better for my 
clients and be better for my patients and my business. And that was such a necessary change. I literally looked at, this is going back to my first tip, people who inspire me and like waking up at the crack of dawn getting things Get done your workout and, yeah getting my workout and getting p- taking care of myself reading a really informational and transformative book and like getting learning lessons just help set the day and like recently i've been tapping into like different meditations on spotify that like help me like focus like you know and so i've mm-hmm. been like there's one that's like i'm a money magnet and it's like <laughs> But it's funny because he's really, it's not even about being like a money magnet. It's not about being rich. It's just like attracting the good in this life. Like the abundance, title of it, abundance. abundance of everything. He's literally calling it money magnet just to like be like for it to be a click. To get attention. Yes. Yep. But when I was listening, to it, I was like, this is funny. But he was like, literally, he's so Zen yogi energy. And he literally, it's like you're sitting there and you reflect and you're able to completely disconnect from your reality. And you're able to attract that like manifestation energy where you're able to manifest like things that you want, desires, like things that you want within yourself that you want to tap into and like really looking into a deeper sense of self. And I think so much of businesses, especially my business, really relies on myself being mm-hmm. the space. And so in order for that to be so synergistic with what Aqueous is, it's so important that I continue to work on myself. And for you, it's been like, for both of us, it's been a journey because we're constantly evolving. But for this era of who I am, <laughs> this has been where it's worked for me. I definitely didn't always have self-awareness. I didn't. And that's something, you know, 10 years ago, forget it. I was not. Forget about a it. A very self-aware <laughs> person. Um, but I definitely think that that is something that I've tried to lean into and you know that like how critical I am of everything and being able to recognize the things I can control and I can't control um has been helpful and it's a journey but like you said um put on your oxygen mask before helping others is the hardest thing to do but it's also very necessary because if you get burnt out then they get none of you so literally that's what's happening yeah that's what's happening to me this is me tapping into my own advice it's like i'm so burnt out like holy crap i'm so burnt out and i realized that i really need to pour into my cup um i need to listen to my own self is like pouring into my cup and like um finding ways to make my self be the best it can be but also to have it not affect the business i think sometimes that's the difficult part finding and navigating that i think the changes you have made like going to the gym in the morning i can definitely tell the days that you don't work out versus the days that you do definitely um (laughs) listening to your podcast has been a very positive change i think because you're listening you're listening to things that inspire you you're listening to positive things and right now there's a lot of darkness happening in the world there's a lot of stress there's a lot of negativity and taking your energy into something that is bettering you i've noticed more calmness with you instead of you know scrolling as much and yeah i don't scroll that much i really don't no, i'm don't. like before, now. 
before I was no like well because as soon as I post this month like this month you know it's you are always like right on it and I mean unless you have your notifications on but now it's taking you a little bit longer but and I think that that's good because you're doing things listening to things that are inspiring you instead of sort of it's helping you stay in your own lane instead of scrolling and looking here's my next tip your energy Mm -hmm. attracts your tribe right so my energy if it's off and if i'm focused on the wrong things or if i'm not like to the best of my uh, my sense of self like that self-awareness which is what you were talking about that i can't attract my ideal client, my ideal customer, my golden mm-hmm. like the golden person who I ideally want to work with. And obviously I'm in a position now, especially with the way my business is, is that I get to pick and choose who I want to work with. Like I have that privilege that I can. Um, it doesn't always work that way, you know, but like most of the time I can. And I only want to attract people who are on the same vibe with me. Like I have the most fun on like when I'm treating patients, I have the most fun taking care of my clients who are literally on the same wavelength as me. It like feels like you're talking to a friend. Like just is so much fun. And so a lot of my clients that I like most of my clients are people that I just have the best conversations with because I genuinely feel like I've attracted that. I've been able to establish that um relationship with them through my energy because most of the time if your energy is off you're only going to attract negative like if you're negative you're going to attract negative things like it's Mm -hmm. just the reality but if you're positive like it's kind of like literally a rule of life it's like like attracts like and if you're positive you're going to attract positive things that doesn't mean that negative things won't happen to you it just means that light that's just part of life you know so Mm -hmm. that's just for me like i think if having those tools within like that work-life balance that i've had to do is like um, finding tools that and it's not like I never worked out before it's just like I was I've been working out forever but it's like I worked out at night I was never more. now you have a schedule now it's scheduled mm-hmm. now I'm also like it's in your day like you make yeah. sure because you do it first thing first thing in the morning before, versus last yeah. thing and like reason is is because now then like after I do that I'm like okay I poured into me I'm happy my energy is definitely shifted and in those moments where I don't feel like going to the gym I this is where discipline comes in and I'm like no I'm gonna go and even if it's a little later than my scheduled time or it's a little later than usual I showed up I did it and I feel like a million bucks after I didn't conquer anything and it just clears my head so that's been like a big thing for me too is like finding things that help to make my energy the best it can be and like constantly bettering on my bettering myself but then also allowing me to attract my tribe of people Mm-hmm. and like and you're very honest if you don't if you're not the right fit for someone you tell yeah. them like right away and you're like yep. and like, you point them in yeah in i'm like another me, direction. This is a better person for you you remind me of this person go there like and it's you just, don't even <laughs> you don't say it like that like, i don't i say nice you're very but... tactful yeah you're yeah. very tactful mm-hmm. what's but... your next tip my next tip is communicate with your customers. Yes. If you're going on vacation, if you're not going to have access to phone or email, give them some notice. You can, that, this is something that I um, had recently done all well, this year is adding an autoresponder to the support email mm-hmm. so that customers know that we got their message right away. They know what our hours are. They know when they can expect a response. 
Um, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they'll run and send me a DM on Instagram or on um, Facebook, but they know the hours, they know when someone will get back to them. And 99% of the time, they're good with that because they don't work 24 seven either. If it's something urgent, Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I usually peek. <laughs> I, I know and if it's do. something, I if it's something urgent, like we'll, we'll, I'll make sure they get a response right away. Um, or if I can sense that they're super stressed, because I don't want them to go all night being stressed about like, a missing order or something. Yeah, I'm like we'll take care of that. Yeah. And most of the time, that's what it is. Is that there's a delay or or something like that. But I mean, I get it. People spend a lot of money. And if they think it's lost and I would lose sleep, I lose sleep over everything. <laughs> I barely sleep at night. <laughs> Constantly so, worrying about everything. No, but it's true. I like, I, I mean, I do the same thing with mine is like if people have anything delayed or um, if people literally have lost their package or anything. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not our responsibility. It's USPS or UPS, but I still take care. I mean, I take care of it. I'll, yeah. You, you got a missing package, baby girl. It's fine. I'll take the hit. Let's send you another one. Like whether mm-hmm. that, no matter how much money you've spent with us or who you are, but that's basically, that's a big one is just making sure you're, again, it goes back to, into customer service, taking care of our clients and making sure they get the Well, back. there's, there's also times when I've been scammed and uh, you yeah. learn how to differentiate yeah. between real um, honesty or scammers. Yeah, yeah. because there and when you're online you can't control who is shopping with you that's true and you know i've had people say that they've never gotten a package and i have the um my postmaster geolocated and it was delivered in their mailbox Mm -hmm. maybe it was stolen um give them the benefit of the doubt but in instances like that we require like a police report that way you it's just you know it's give or it's just something that I mean, we have to do to protect ourselves yeah. mm-hmm. and if someone is stealing it's it's your package was lost filing a police report shouldn't be a deal breaker because you should let them know that your mail is being stored uh, there's another person who multiple times said she received an empty box which now you know she definitely didn't because we had the recorded weight um, through through the post office from what we have in our shipping software. So there's ways where you can protect yourself and you'll learn real quick how yeah. to, who's trying to scam you. We don't deal with scammers. I don't you just had one. I know I did. <laughs> I really did. God. And it's just getting, you sit there and it's just like, what is wrong with people? But you know what? I guess it's just part of business. And this is, this perfectly goes into my next tip is having gratitude for the highs and the lows. Yeah. Yeah. You you learn more from the lows. From my lows. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. No, don't say this. I need to interrupt you. No, I don't care. I've interrupted you this whole time, I feel like. (laughs) But I love the highs and lows. Like, there's going to be highs and lows in business. And, like, there's great days. There's lower days. There's rough days. And I think in business, that's, like, the thing that I love the most is being extremely grateful for the highs and lows. Because I think sometimes we're so quick to cheer on the highs. But then we don't 
focus so much about what the low times are telling us. But if business is high, 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 high all the time, you're never going to rest. Like nothing is yeah. ever going to rest. You can't ever like cultivate or create an environment for healthier creative energy. So for myself, um, I've just been tapping into like, especially the low times is like really being just grateful for being in business for slowness, because with slowness and stillness comes high times too. like there's like high tides and low tides. So just trusting that there's going to be a high time. But right now, things just are intentionally meant to slow down because my body like needs to slow down. And so. you get to pour energy into your, you know, fill up your yeah. cup. Exactly. Exactly. What's your next to be? My next one is hire the right person, not necessarily the person with the most impressive resume or the most qualifications. Because if you don't hire the right person and your personalities don't mesh or you don't have the same work ethic or you don't, they don't have the same sense of, not the same sense of pride, but pride in what they're doing. It's not going to work out. Skills can be taught. You can mold someone who's willing to learn into the person that you want for that position. And I've had so much better success hiring that way versus just the person with the most experience or the person who looks great on paper. Because usually there's an ego that comes with that or... Or an unwillingness to change and adapt. That's something that's really important to me because the world is constantly evolving and having someone who's willing to try new things. They might not work out. They might not work out at all. Mm-hmm. But it's like you don't know if you don't try. And that sort of openness is a quality that I really look for. Someone who can think outside the box. Someone who comes with ideas not just like told what to do um i like people who uh, people who could be like oh well this could be a little bit more efficient have you ever thought about doing this or that that's what i'm looking for not just a doer i'm looking for someone who has like a vision Ooh, a visionary i like that yeah i um my last tip is take risks and let god handle the rest it kind of is like that you know like in business, there's no, um, you should always take a risk. And mm-hmm. there's no such thing as like a safe bet. And sometimes if you're too much in your safety net, you're never going to grow or learn. And it's same thing here is like is when you're hiring, the hiring, firing process too, is like sometimes you just have to take a risk. You learn from it, whether it's a good risk or a bad risk. And then you just know that. I'm a very spiritual person. You know this, Chrissy. But for me, it's like, letting God just handle the rest because it's like things sometimes come in your path and things and people come in your way to teach you a lesson or to be with you forever or to be a short time and just teach you a quick lesson. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's like you're part of their journey because that's just how you were meant to learn. And this is one of those times is like being in business is like a huge risk in and of itself, but to grow and to partner with specific brands and um, share your company, like, share your company way of doing things those are all risks that you have to take but so much of business just as much as you're controlling it is so much of it is so completely out of control i can't force people to buy from me 
I have yep. no guarantee how many orders I'm going to get that day. And I also mm-hmm. have no guarantee that I'm going to sell out of XYZ product. You know, you can't guarantee it. There's no guarantee unless you like have taken pre-orders or something. So sometimes mm-hmm. you just take a, a risk, even with the amount of inventory that you order, because, you know, it's just your a lot of it is just predictions. Like if it cracks you. Yeah. And so you're like, uh-huh, I'm gonna order ten of this. And then you're like, shit, I oversold. And it's like, or I none of it moved. You know, it's like one of those things, yeah. you know? And I think last year and this year I spent a lot of time taking risks. This year was more calculated risks. Last year was more willy nilly risks. But mm-hmm. I think this is why I think you also feel like I have a different shift in my energy is I feel far more aligned with myself like before i had this like you know it's like you're just not used to being a business owner so it just feels you weird. know what you're doing now it's yeah like, now i'm like, like okay, I've got got this. yeah i'm like yeah. yeah i know what i want and it's like i feel more aligned i feel like i'm ex- like me and aqueous are fully like one entity and before we were one entity but we were like separate little conglomerates that were like touching you know and you're definitely more creative now too like you're yeah. doing more different things your mini mic moment was kind of the start of this evolution yeah where it's so simple where you just are you have your mini mic and you're throwing it at us every Listen, time <laughs> i have a mini mic and now i have a big ass mic so i have a big <laughs> big mic big mic moment and mini mic moment but I think sometimes taking risks in business, if you don't take a risk, you will never grow. You'll never grow. And I just think sometimes it's like you really just have to let go and just understand that. God, like for me, I had to really tap into this. It's like God is the one who sends the money and God is the one who takes money. It has nothing to do with like, oh, you're poor. But it's literally just as quickly as you were blessed with it is just as quickly as it can be taken from you. And you have to be aware of that. Be wise and like understand that so much of it is out of your control there's some things you can control but especially when it comes to like customers you really cannot control who's coming through those doors that day even if you have a full schedule yeah even if you have a full schedule like i've had full schedules completely blown up like literally not a single person ends up showing up and i'm just like what happened to my schedule that day and (laughs) it just happens like some days are just like that but like i always take it as like blessings in disguise versus oh what a horrible day that was it's like you know there's always a blessing there's a wisdom behind it and sometimes you just don't understand it but there's always wisdom behind things that happen in our life you just have to be tapped into that so i think that's Mm -hmm. like the biggest lesson too is again so much of it is out of our control some things surprise you and some things are just like oh okay whatever yeah you definitely learn more from the challenging times than you do from when everything is smooth sailing. Yeah, for I sure. actually kind of prefer challenging times low-key because it's like, how do I want to maneuver next? I like smooth sailing too, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like, it's just challenging times are like interesting to navigate because it's like, well, what's next, you know? And you won't forget it, you know? Like when you, the first time you encounter something whatever it is you're like okay i'll be ready for next time i got this yeah, i got this i mean that happened to me now i feel more i feel so much more aligned i feel so much better about it but i'm only in year two so let's see what year three like i'm entering into year two officially february so let's see what two to three years two two to three bring for me haha <laughs> rhyming rhyming you're gonna have a lot of blessings i think this year things are gonna 
like pop off for you. You have so many great plans. You have manifestation. So yes. much. Yeah. You have so much in your pipeline. Yeah. Like so it's such exciting things that from your mouth to God's Yeah. From your mouth to God's ear. Me and you both, sister. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a fun adventurous year, I have a feeling. It's lots of lots yeah. of little maneuvering pieces. Same for you. Do you have any other tippies to give? Um, I don't think so. I think that was kind of the roundabout. Nice. Same here. I mean, I have other like life. Things oh, right? oh, I do have another one. Ooh, juicy! <gasps> a higher a uh, copyright trademark attorney. Yeah, get yourself an accountant or a bookkeeper. Yes, as early as you can. Yeah, um, because you'll hear it first <laughs> i'll be freeze code beauty is going to be changing its name yeah exactly that because she what? yeah so anyways yeah you, i agree I, that's you. something that i did literally within year one is start the trademarking process especially if you have your a brand that is a unique name and even yeah. if it's your own name, because you just never know. People are out there trademarking things left and right that they don't even yeah. they don't even own. Well, but yeah, like, like as they're not like a Kardashian name. has a baby, mm-hmm. someone trying to trademark it. Yeah. So I always I agree with that. Is having I literally the first thing I did was secured an accountant. Like Christine, you're a part yeah. of this. Secured an accountant, secured a, a lawyer, not even just a trademark lawyer. Have a lawyer on hand yeah. that you trust because right now I'm going through a hiring process and I have my, I'm literally in conversation with my lawyer nonstop talking about like having contracts printed out. Like there's like a whole thing you have to have someone you trust with that who gets your vision um, that also is handling my trademarking. And yeah, it's all you just have to do. It is just super important to running a business protect yourself protect yourself and your intellectual property because Mm -hmm. people out there are shysty i'll tell you that and think high aim for the stars not for the grass always aim think higher think ahead i think that's being like don't be like oh well i'm so small right now no baby you never know what can happen overnight where you grow big so you just have to be ready and prepared and this is those things it's just having people ready and prepared yep I agree. Thank you so much for being on this episode of the pod. Nice little business tippies. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. I love you. I love you. All right, guys. Have a great day and see you on the next one. Bye.